everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast, which is brought to you by the good people at the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. Uh, tonight, we are joined by two special guests, uh, and depending on what time of day it is, you might not be able to tell them apart. Uh, we have uh, two White Lake firefighters, uh, Josh Cunningham, who is the chief of currently of the White Lake Fire Company, and his brother, Brendan, who is the first assistant chief. Uh, exactly how many minutes were you two born apart? Six minutes. Six minutes. Okay. Who's older? Myself, Josh. Okay. And do you let him know it all the time? or? or... Uh, yeah. Cool. I had, more, I had a little more time to develop. Yeah. <laughs> That's certainly good. Well, thank you guys for joining me. And um, yeah, so tonight, I guess the first question we'll go into a little bit, just for people who aren't aware, there are a lot of Cunninghams uh, in the White Lake Fire Company. So I don't know exactly what the whole count is, but but what's sort of the Cunningham family history in um, in the White Lake Fire Company? You want to go, Josh? You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Well, we actually, um, the Cunningham name started with us, but we our grandfather was the we had Hendrickson, so our great grandfather was the first one, and it's Claude Hendrickson, and then our grandfather Tom Hendrickson, our uncle uh, Richard Hendrickson. So they they got involved, and their kids got involved. Our mother was involved with the auxiliary, and then we grew up around it with the Hendrickson name. And then once we got in, that's what brought the Cunningham name in. So so it's been a long history. And how many Cunninghams are currently members of the White Lake Fire Company? Six. Six. Okay. Well, hey, listen, that's, that's a good number. Uh, so why did you guys, I guess family probably played a certain role in it, but why exactly did you guys individually uh, get into the fire company? Like, like what made you like join it? I mean, I don't know if you guys had a choice, if like the family was like, you're doing it, but, but what kind of uh, interested you in, in it? And then what, of course, at this juncture has kept you involved and what do you enjoy about it to this day? So, uh, yeah, like, we were like we like Brendan had previously stated, um, we were always around the firehouse. Um, our grandmother was in charge of uh, uh, cooking for bingo, which was every Friday night. Um, and like I said, there was other family members involved. Um, and we never really hung out much on the fire company side, but we were a lot of the social aspect, whether we we're hanging out on the fireman's beach. Um, and our oldest brother got into the fire company, um, which then our next oldest brother got in fire company and uh, we kind of always wanted to do what they were doing. Um, so as soon as we were old enough, you know, Brent and I being twins, uh, we kind of did everything together. So it was like, if one was going to do it, the other one was going to do it. You know, one of us, I started out getting a driver's license first, you know, um, but the whole thing started out. Our dad used to drive us out there to fire calls. And it was just kind of one of those things that we started doing and uh, we really enjoyed it. We met a lot of new people. You know, a lot of our social lives, you know, and people that we know would never have happened if we didn't get into the fire service. So it's something that's connected us with a lot of people in the county from our first fire classes to classes we're doing now to chief's calls, you know. So it's just something that connected us with a lot of the community, not just in White Lake, but the whole county. Of course. And what today, I guess, now looking back at like what has been um very rewarding or uh have you enjoyed about the experience because i'm sure there's a there's certain things people might think are the unpleasant aspects of the job like you know if for some reason the phone goes off at like 2 a.m or something like that but uh but what what are some of the really rewarding um aspects or, or things that you enjoy with being a part of the fire company 
I, I would say giving back. I mean, you know, the community is always great to us and they support us and little things like, I don't know if you saw, we did the 103 year old birthday parade the other day for one of our members with you know over 60 years. And those kind of things that are rewarding part, you get to do things to cheer somebody up. Um, but it, it, it comes back on us too. I mean, people appreciate everything we do and, you know, every little thing we do, whether it's fire, fire call, we're doing a birthday parade for a little child. You know, it's nice to get a thank you or just a message that they appreciate what we do. And, you know, those things make it worth it, especially having your family with you and family involved. I mean, it all makes it worth it when you're well, one big team, one big family. So now this has been um, in the last year and change has been pretty nuts just because, you know, obviously we're in a global pandemic. But uh, aside from the pandemic, or I don't know if it factors into it or whatever, 2021 has been nuts as far as like fire calls. I mean, I think early on in the year, I think we've already surpassed the amount of like structure fires uh, in the county that, than from what we even had last year. Um, what has that been like for, for you guys? Have, have you found that you guys have been sort of in a time crunch, been stretched sort of thin as far as like, have you had any crazy situations that have occurred as far as minutes apart? I mean, we definitely, definitely been a very busy year, um, you know, but luckily, I mean, in our end, you know, we're very fortunate with a lot of, uh, a lot of members, a lot of new members, um, you know, so we're, we're not stretched out too thin. I mean, there was a time there where we ran a lot of structure fires in a week and definitely takes its toll as far as, you know, especially in the middle of the night, you got to get up, go to work the next day. And, you know, all of us have families. So it's definitely taxing, but at the same time, you know, that's what we signed up for, you know, and we're not going to complain about it. Uh, we're going to try to help as best we can. And uh, uh, hopefully things stay quiet. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's the key word. Um, hopefully things stay, you know, status quo right now and don't get super busy again, but you know, we're always ready. And, uh, as long as we're available, but, uh, yeah, it was busy, but you know, it keeps, keeps us on our toes too. keep, we, we try to stay up on training as well as the fire calls, you know, regularly. So, I mean, even the calls, everything keeps us on our toes, keeps us refreshed, keeps us going. So, I mean, increased call volume is not the worst thing in the world, but you know, over, sometimes it just gets busy. Life gets in the way. So, Sure. And, and as far as um, the, the fires that are, that are going on and, and just as far as fire companies, I know companies everywhere across the county, companies, EMS, fire, they're, they're always looking for, for more members. Um, and because I know we have a, a lot of companies I've talked to um, over the time and mentioned that their, their membership is getting a little older um, as far as far as that. And they're looking to, to bring in some younger um, members. Uh, what have been some of the recruitment, um, whether it be just for White Lake Fire Company or just firefighting in general that you guys have going on? Well, I think so, uh, social media has been big, you know, posting what we do, you know, good things, uh, being positive, you know, showing what we do at drill nights, all the different things we do, the aspects of what we do in and out, you know, the fire calls that we run, the team, the team effort of what we do, and the, you know, the brother sisterhood of what we do. I think that that's been big at drawing people in. We've gotten two new members in the last few months. So they both came to us because of our social media posts and what we're doing as positive things for the community. So I think that's been big for us is pushing out into the community that way. And I think it's really showing now it's starting to, you know, not just here, but, you know, we just did the joint solvent fire um, efforts. And I think that's helping the County overall. I think it's, I think it's going to see, I think we're going to see changes here with recruitment and retention in the County and, I think it's going to be a good thing. So I think the more we push positive in the county, the better we're going to be. And um, and so for you guys, um, 
what's just for anyone listening that um, might not know how the the general, I, I know different fire companies might do things different ways, but for those listening in White Lake or the White Lake Fire District, or if uh, they're in another area, Roscoe or, or you know, Gramsville or whatever, if you're just a person in the community, you generally want to know more about the fire company and, and, and um, what is the best path to go to as far as in that process of considering joining a, a fire company? Well, I'd say uh, if you're on social media, look up the fire fire company you know that you think you're in. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, whatever message. Um, but definitely, if you're not sure where you are or what you want to do, email uh, jointsullivanfire at gmail.com. And there's going to be somebody there that's going to answer your questions, whether they, you don't know where you're not sure where you are or what you want to do. We can point you in the right direction to get you somebody to talk to and see what your interests are. Maybe stop by the, you know, make an appointment, stop by the firehouse, check it out, see if it's something you want to do or not. Um, but definitely, definitely email or Facebook or Instagram. Any one of those things is the way to go. If you don't know, you know, there's a directory on the county website. You may contact John Household and he's he'll be more than happy to uh, direct you and who you need to talk to. Yeah. I just like to make a point on that is, you know, one thing that we've learned with bringing new members in is, uh, you know, before they get voted in, it's encourage them to come out on a Monday night, see what we do. Well, we do our drills on Monday night, whatever each fire department does, uh, you know, their drill nights, you know, come out and see what we do, see what we're, we're all about, meet the people, you know, there's nothing worse than joining and then being scared to show up. And then you, you know, you stop coming around, you know, if you come out a couple nights, start getting, see all the different aspects of the fire company um, and, and what we do, you know, you feel more comfortable and you get people to join. So I think a lot of it is if they if they see it and they see what other people are doing, realizing that other people have busy lives. You know, we all have different lives. You know, a lot of us have kids, full time jobs and we make it work. So there is ways to do it um, without thinking you don't have time. You know, there's always a job somewhere in the fire service for somebody. And, um, you know, we all have stories in our own professions and stuff as far as people might have a. Uh, not quite the idea of what we do. I mean, obviously people know firefighters, you know, what some of, of what you guys do based on the social media posts, based on, you know, here and there and knowing people, but what would you say are um, misconceptions that people that you've experienced that people have as far as um, being in the fire service? I mean, I know some people, you know, in the past think of it as like a, you know, some kind of just a hangout, you know, a social club, you know, but, you know, it is, it is a big family and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it's nice to be able to get around, get out and do something different and help the community in, in another way. Um, so a lot of people think that certain, you know, back in the day, you know, maybe it was just a social club in certain areas, but you know, it's, it's definitely not that, you know, so that that's one thing that, you know, I've always heard of us, you know, they would want to go out and hang out and drink or something like that, but you know, it's not that at all. So, but I don't, I don't really have too much negative, you know, about the fire service myself. I could, I could say as, as a volunteers, you know, people almost look down on volunteers, but we, we as volunteers are professional. We're, we're at the same training level as a career firefighter. We do the same training. So, you know, a lot of times people look down on a volunteer that we're, you're just volunteer. Well, we're not just volunteer. We're all professional. We all get the same training. We all do the same job. You know, we're there to help somebody that's most likely their worst day of their lives. And we're there to, try to protect their property or their life or, you know, save an animal or something, you know, it's just, we're there and we have the same level of training. That's what we push for. That's why we train every week to, to meet that training requirements on a high level. 
So, you know, you know, just because we're, we say volunteer doesn't mean we're not professional. So that's a big one. Well, now, now for a little bit of on the spot question here for you guys, I'm sure there's many memories that stick out to you uh, in the fire service, but uh, if you guys had to pick like the one memory, um, craziest or just most or, or just the moment where where something really stuck with you just on the job um fire service like just a very memorable experience or story go ahead Jeff. <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to think it's definitely on the spot um, well i could i could say i mean there's there's a there's a ton of things i mean good good things that's happened you know we've saved a lot of properties you've saved a lot you know we've saved people we've done a lot but i would say one of the coolest things for me is presenting our grandfather with his 50-year plaque as the chief of the fire company. I got to do that at one of our annual dinners, and I think that was a pretty cool honor. You know, our grandfather was chief in 1969 during Woodstock, so that's something, that's cool history on our part that we get to share. And now, you know, with all our children now, I'm I'm, I'm having my third child now. Josh has got two. You know, Jeremy's got two. Shane's got two. So, I mean, we got a whole other generation that's going to be growing up around the firehouse. So those kind of things, being able to do that with someone that was in the fire service that long, and was a chief that long ago it's it was an honor to be able to do that yeah i i can't i don't know i can't just pick one i mean there's been a lot of a lot of good a lot of bad you know but uh yeah put me on the spot and i can't come up with one well i mean what about last year i mean with the, with the parades all the little kids i mean there's nothing better than seeing all those little kids when we go by with a fire truck you know that yeah. you know bad as covid was i mean that was that was a highlight for sure and just as an update for White Lake, I mean, obviously, you guys were supposed to host the fire parade last year, and um, COVID, of course, kept that from happening. Gramsville's doing it this year because it's uh, an anniversary year for them. I believe it's like 75 years. Uh, what, um, and, and is it, are you guys, you have it next year again is the plan? Yep, 2022. September, I believe, 18th, 2022. Yeah, so it should be definitely an exciting time. And uh, I'm sure you guys, uh, you have a lot of the planning already sort of finished at this point because you had it sort of ready for last year. And Yeah, we're yeah, pretty good. So we got to do some re, re permits and stuff like that with the state and everything and just kind of get things back in order. But I think we're pretty much set. So we just got to start back up and keep moving. It's a big, it's a big move for us though, because we've never, we've never hosted a county parade in White Lake. So it's definitely going to be a first and it's going to be a, big moment for us as a fire service to to present the county parade in our own district and you, you certainly have a easy enough location to find being located right on 17b um yeah and i guess just last i know we talked a little bit about it where you guys were talking about uh what you personally enjoyed uh, about the fire service but i guess just um before we take it out of here just uh if you guys could just if you had something to say, if someone's sitting at home and they're maybe teetering on, you know, should I do it or should I not? Um, just as far as looking at other factors in their lives, what would you do to uh, kind of as like a your elevator speech as to why they should become a volunteer firefighter? Um, yeah, so I think if you're on the edge, you know, like I said a little while earlier, you know, get out and try it. Try something new. Um, like I said, you don't have to join right away, you know, whether it's your ambulance corps or your fire company, you know, there's, there's a, there's a ton of jobs to do. So, I mean, even if you're leaning towards, you, you know, you want to be a firefighter, but you don't want to go into a burning building, you know, there's, there's many jobs, there's, there's jobs, fire police, there's uh, engineers, 
um, there's exterior firefighters. Um, you know, the list goes on. We, you know, we resist, re recently started an auxiliary. So the auxiliary is helps us fundraisers and helps support the fire company as a whole. Um, so there's, there's a lot, a lot of opportunity for somebody to get out and help their community. You know, if someone had a moment where they thought maybe I should do something to help, you know, fire service or the EMS service is a perfect way to do it. You know, and there's certain requirements for certain things, but it, in reality, it's not that much to get through it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's more, more than rewarding, you know, when you help somebody. Um, so if, if anybody's ever thinking about it, you know, just, just try it. See, we, there's no, there's no shame in trying something and then you realize it's not for you because some things are not for everybody, but there, like I said, there's a lot of jobs in, in the emergency services that people can do. And, uh, you know, if you're on the edge, just give it a try. Yeah. I'd say, uh, you know, Anybody that's ever thought about it, I mean, there's no no better time than now. Um, it, it like Josh said, it's very rewarding um, to jump in to meet new people, to meet new people in your community. You know, you get to connect with businesses, you know, business owners, you know, different people throughout the county. I mean, it's it really is rewarding, and there's so much opportunity to grow. You know, life skills. You know, it's just. I mean, I was voted class quietest in high school in 2000, I mean, 2007. We graduated. And I was chief, I don't think 2009, whatever it was, well, 2010, I guess. So I don't know. I was 21. But I went from being someone that didn't say much to being able to learn life skills and move right up and become a chief at a young age. And you know, here I am now. I mean, we've, Josh and I now this year, this month, our birthday is the 15th. And, you know, this marks 16 years of our life we've been in the fire company. So half our life we've committed to the fire company. And, you know, a big thing is family. Get your family on board. You know whether they want to join or not, but you know support a support system goes a long ways. Being able to have a family at home that supports what you're doing, going to drill nights, leaving the dinner table for fire calls, you know functions without the support system at home, it makes it tough. So I would encourage anybody thinking about doing it, you know, do it, make a decision as a family if you have a family, and uh, go from there. I mean, it's it's definitely worth it. You won't regret it. I promise you that. So. So I have to ask, if you were voted the quietest in the class, uh, does that mean that Josh has more of the outgoing personality or just like just slightly less quiet? I, I think quiet my, my theory is that I was the most popular quietest person. So he just wasn't as popular as I was. <laughs> that's that's an interesting point. It could be, you know, and got, uh, got the votes. And did you guys both? Um, what what high school did you guys go to? Right? Monticello. Well, yeah. Well, um, like I said, you know, I've been up here five years now, and uh, and the Cunningham family, of course, has been uh, wonderful to to know. I'm slowly putting the different pieces together as far as it, whether it be your father, you know, Chris down on the farm, or or other things there in in, in Bethel, and you guys are certainly a top notch uh, group of individuals. And thank you all, of course for your service to the community. And uh, it is quite adorable seeing the next generation of Cunninghams when you guys got them out at, uh, at parades and stuff. And I, I can definitely see they're getting hooked young. So, um, so thank you guys for joining us. And remember this podcast was brought to you by Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon. And we will catch up with you guys again next time. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for everything you guys do.